don't want to be a secondary character. Hey buddy. Hey, how's it going? Good. Welcome to another episode of Season 11. This is Episode 9, The Coughing. My name is Ivan. And I'm Stephen. And this is the first of, I guess, a pseudo two-part episode of Season 11, our bonus Seinfeld podcast set in the modern era. And uh, it's a COVID episode, or one of. Yeah, we had to do one, considering yeah. what uh, has been happening the last year. Yeah, because when we originally wrote these episodes in early 2020 or late 2019, we wrote you know, season 11, we thought, you know what, because COVID isn't really a thing, you know, we don't really need to incorporate it into into the thing, but then we decided, you know what, let's uh, let's do a couple episodes. Yeah, a year can change a lot. Mm-hmm, it sure can. But anyway, this is uh, part one, the coughing. So in this episode, Jerry dates a woman who's getting sicker each time they meet up. Elaine visits her sister Jill in Baltimore. This is an idea that you came up with, Steve, to yeah. actually bring Jill into the picture. Yeah, we try and relate these episodes back to the original nine seasons as much as possible, but also trying to make them, you know, modern and relevant as well. And uh, I thought, you know, maybe be visiting a only spoken about character would be a nice way to do that. Especially because with our uh, the prologue season 10 episode, we did mention that in our hypothetical storyline that Alton Bennis died in the early 2000s. So, you know, it, it's it's after, it's about 20 years or so after his death and uh, Elaine is seeing Jill and uh, her mum and uh, the relatives once again. Yeah, it's just one of those other instances where it happens occasionally where they flesh out the family trees of the core four. You know, usually it's unseen characters. Mm. But uh, like I said in this episode, we've decided to make her real. Yeah, for sure. Also, Kramer gets worried after reading about a flu-like virus, which is spread from China. I wonder which one that is. And George finds out some news about his ex-wife, Phoebe, and her boyfriend, Sean. Uh, Phoebe and Sean were featured in season... 10. So if you haven't listened to season 10, our previous season, uh, be sure to listen to that first just to get an idea of who they are. Yeah. 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 Anyway, let's get into it. Jerry is at the country club waiting for his date Sandy to arrive for breakfast. He has a chat with a waiter before she arrives. She greets Jerry as she arrives at their table. Jerry says, Oh, hey, how was your conference? Sandy says. Oh, it was wonderful. Wuhan is a beautiful city. I didn't have much time to do any of the touristy things, but it was nice nonetheless. Sandy begins to cough mildly. (coughs) Oh, you you have a bit of a cough there. Are you all right? (coughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm okay, Jerry. Thanks for asking. I think I got a mild cold on the plane back home. Jerry is taken aback by her coughing due to his germophobia. He carefully hands her a menu with a slightly disgusted grimace on his face. Elaine, Putty and Brandon are in the car heading to Baltimore to go see Elaine's sister Jill and her family. Elaine says, Huh, I haven't seen Jill since Dad died. I don't know if she still likes me after the argument we had at his funeral. Putty says, I'm sure it'll be okay, babe. You know, the marriage counselor told us that reconnecting with family again may actually help with our marriage. She also told us that it's okay to sleep in separate rooms once in a while. Hasn't done much since we tried it. Well, maybe I should sleep in the spare room more often. They begin to argue as Brandon interrupts them. Brandon says, I need to go to the bathroom. You just went an hour ago. I knew we shouldn't have brought that big gulp. You only finished a quarter of it anyway. Putty says that there's a town coming up where they can stop in. It's going to take us days to get there the way we're going. George is at the beach so he can spend some time alone. There are not many people there due to the colder weather. He assembles his beach chair, opens his cooler with food and drinks, and sits down. George says, Of course, my reading material. 
He pulls out his iPad from his bag and begins to read news articles. He's feeling blissful and is commenting on how much at peace he is in this moment when he hears a familiar voice. His ex-wife Phoebe says, George? George looks up from his iPad and is shocked when he sees his ex-wife Phoebe and her boyfriend Sean. Sean glares at him as Phoebe initiates the conversation. How have you been? I, I hope that there's no hard feelings between us after what happened at the teppanyaki restaurant earlier this year. He looks at Sean, who hasn't changed his facial expression even after clearing his throat. George replies saying that there are no hard feelings. Phoebe says that she has something to tell George. Sean and I are engaged to be married. Our wedding is in April next year. I was going to call you to let you know, but uh, I'm glad that I saw you so I can tell you in person. George is shocked as he congratulates them both. Anyway, 2019 has been a bit of a difficult year for Sean and I, but uh, I feel that 2020 will be a fresh start. Ho oh, ho, I'm sure 2020 will be a great for all of us. Sean says. Mind if I have a sandwich there, Georgie boy? Sean grabs it before George says yes. Uh, sure, take what you like. Phoebe begins to hold her head as Sean clears his throat again. Uh, are you both okay? Phoebe and Sean tell George that they went on a tour around China recently, and when they came back they started feeling a bit unwell. I'm sure it's nothing. <laughs> Jerry walks in the door as Kramer is in the kitchen making a sandwich. Jerry tells Kramer about Sandy's cough and how much it put him off eating his breakfast. Germs near my food is of course a big no-no. Kramer loads up his sandwich with too many fillings as he takes a bite from his plate. Most of the sandwich falls back on there as Jerry sighs. Kramer says, Didn't you say that she was overseas for a conference? Yeah, she was in China. Kramer abruptly puts his plate on the kitchen bench and he looks like he has just seen a ghost. What's wrong? Whereabouts in China was her conference? Wuhan? Whoa, 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 whoa. Jerry, you have to be careful around her. Have you heard about that SARS-like virus that started going around Wuhan? Jerry says that he read about it somewhere, but he doesn't seem worried as it looks like he, she just has a mild cold. People are dropping dead on the streets. Hospitals have dozens of corpses on their floors. I've also seen people from Wuhan say that they've lost their sense of taste and smell. This isn't just a mild cold, Jerry. I think it's much worse. And I think Sandy brought it into this country. Jerry says that he sounds ridiculous. Kramer asks what symptoms she has. Just a cough from what I've seen. Keep an eye on her next time you meet. If she gets worse, then she may need to go to the hospital. I'm seeing her tomorrow at her place as her parents will be there. I'm sure she'll be better. Hopefully. The next day, Elaine and her family arrive at Jill's house. Jill greets them as they all walk in. Elaine's mother, uncle and aunt also greet them. Elaine's mum says, It's so wonderful to see you all again after so long. It's nice to see you too, mum. Jill says that her husband will be home from work soon as she goes into the kitchen to check on lunch. Jill says, Got a roast turkey in the oven. I know that Brandon loves it after what your mummy told me. Yay, turkey! He begins to gobble as they all laugh at him. Please don't do that, Brandon. Elaine reminisces about her father with her mother and other relatives. Your father was a very stern man, and our marriage broke down because of it. But he did care for the three of us in his own way. In some ways, I feel grateful to have met him and to have you and your sister. Despite our differences, we did have a lot in common. Elaine and David look affectionately at each other. David puts a hand on Elaine's shoulder and kisses her on the head. Elaine's aunt says, I'm sure Brandon is glad to have parents like you in his life. Brandon puts the tablecloth in his mouth as Elaine stops him. Yeah, uh, he's very glad, I'm sure. Jill returns from the kitchen and says that lunch is nearly ready. She asks what they just spoke about when Elaine's mum tells them. 
Jill starts laughing. <laughs> of course, I was the most popular daughter. Elaine turns to her and scowls. What do you mean? Dad loved us both equally, and it wasn't a contest. Oh yeah? Where were you when he was sick and dying? You were off on your writing odyssey while I stayed here to look after him. He always said that he was disappointed about you not being there in his dying days. Things escalate as the family try to break both of them up. Brandon resumes chewing on the tablecloth when no one is looking. <laughs> Jerry is at Sandy's house with her parents having tea. They all seem to be having a great time. Sandy starts coughing, but this time it sounds much worse. Sandy's dad says, Are you okay, honey? Maybe you should go lie down. It's, it's weird. I felt good yesterday, and now my cough has gotten worse, and I have a slight fever. I also feel very weak, and I can't taste or smell anything. Sandra's mum, or Sandy's mum says, Oh my, that is strange. It's okay, we can spend time chatting to Jerry while you rest. Right, Jerry? Jerry looks at Sandy open-mouthed and in shock. <laughs> Elaine and Jill are still arguing as Putty and Jill's other relatives try to break them up. They calm down as they both compose themselves. It was a mistake to see you again. I wish you never came here. I never want to see you again. Get out. Jill, wait. I said get out! Jill, you're being very unreasonable. She's your sister. I don't have a sister. Elaine is shocked and begins to tear up as Jill's husband walks in smiling. He says, Hey all, what did I miss? He looks around and realises that something bad just happened. Elaine and her family won't be joining us for lunch. I see. You know what? We'll go back to our hotel and leave tomorrow morning. It was nice seeing you all. Not. Nah. The three of them leave as Jill's husband starts coughing. <laughs> David is consoling Elaine as they walk out. Are you coming down with a cold? Jill's husband replies, saying that he must have caught a cold on the way back from his factory visit in China that his company owns. I'm sure it's nothing. <laughs> Jill and her family look dejected as she walks into the kitchen to check on the roast turkey. She had no sense of taste or smell? Apparently that's one of the symptoms of the virus. Kramer told me. Jerry is at home on the phone to George, who is once again at the beach. You know it's nearly winter, right? I know, but I like going to the beach when it's colder. Less people to distract me. Like ex-wives. Kramer bursts into the living room and tells Jerry something that happened to one of his friends. You know my friend Bob Sacamano? Yeah, he went to Chinatown for dinner the other night. I was going to go see him today, but he said that he came down with a bad flu. Maybe he got the virus at the Chinese restaurant. Oh, that is ridiculous. How can you catch a virus that's from Wuhan in a Chinese restaurant in Manhattan? Maybe one of the workers, you know? They had it and accidentally passed it on to Bob. Jerry shakes his head and relays to George what Kramer just said. George sits upright on his chair and asks Jerry to put him on speakerphone so Kramer can hear him. Actually, Kramer, Phoebe and, uh, and Sean said that they recently came back from China and had a slight fever and cough. Do you think they could be connected somehow? Jerry suddenly goes from being sceptical to concerned. Kramer goes from being concerned to pedantic. I'm telling you, Jerry, they all have the virus. Three people who have gone to China recently and returned with a cold? Come on, you've seen the news. You know about the virus in Wuhan. Yeah, there has to be a connection. Hmm. Jerry says that he can't just not see Sandy because she's sick. Kramer suggests to cut her off entirely, which Jerry disagrees with. George says maybe to go see her if and when she feels better. I don't know. All these germs, though. Anyway, George, want to go for coffee and we can talk about it some more? You want to come to Monk's? Sure, I'll drive down. Been a while since I've been there. 
Jerry and George are at Monk's telling, talking more about what they spoke about on the phone. George is reading news articles on people from Wuhan talking about their symptoms. They both look around the cafe when they start hearing different customers coughing. One person asks for a waitress who goes up to them. She asks them if there's any salt in her food as she can't taste it. Oh my god. George starts to get worried. Something doesn't feel right at all. Jerry receives a call from Sandy's mother. Sandy has taken a turn for the worst and she's in hospital. Oh my god, okay. I'll go see her right away. He hangs up the phone and tells George that he has to go see Sandy. Be careful, Jerry. She could have the virus. Oh, I won't be getting close. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> Jerry is led into Sandy's hospital room by a nurse. She's wearing an oxygen mask and looks weak. Hey Sandy, it's me. Sandy uses the bed remote to lift her upper body into a vertical position so she can see Jerry. <coughs> Jerry? Are you doing okay? Oh, I feel terrible. My flu has become much worse. The doctors have to keep an eye on me to make sure I don't get pneumonia. She beckons Jerry to come closer to her. No, it's okay. I'll stay here. Oh, please, Jerry. It will make me feel so much better if you're right by my side. Jerry begins to tense up. Sandy sees his feelings of disgust manifest in front of her eyes. Uh, even when I'm like this, is that how it's going to be? She starts coughing again. <sighs> Please leave, Jerry. But Sandy... Go. Jerry looks disappointed as he leaves. When he turns around, he feels a sense of relief. Sandy's parents walk into the room and greet Jerry. We'll have to catch up again soon. Hopefully Sandy will get better. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> the next morning, Elaine and the family are driving back to New York. Well, I guess I'll never see my family again, except to the next funeral. It's not your fault, babe. Jill doesn't understand what you went through at the time. Elaine thanks David for his support. David says that he doesn't really like sleeping alone in the other room. Well, tonight you can sleep with me. Alright! High five! Elaine begrudgingly accepts her high five as Brandon laughs. They all laugh together. Elaine and David talk about the eventful year they had and if 2020 will be any better. It's been an interesting year for us, that's for sure. Yeah, you're right, David. I'm sure 2020 is going to be much better. Knowing them, it won't actually get better. No. <laughs> that was episode 9 of season 11, The Coughing. It's a semi-two-parter. And next week is the season 11 finale, the 10th and final episode. It's going to be called The Lockdown. So this is set a couple of weeks after the events of this episode when COVID really kicks in in the US. Yeah. Yep. Yes, the first wave. So, uh, yeah. Check that out. Uh, you can follow us on social media at B-I-D-W-B-A-S-C. If you want to send an email, give us feedback on season 11, uh, bidwabasspodcast at gmail.com, or if you just want to say g'day. And you can support us financially through PayPal for one-off fees and uh, Patreon, where you get access to season 11 episodes way earlier than everyone else. That's right. And uh, we do have a Facebook group. It's the biggest Seinfeld community online called Seinfeldisms. Check that out as well. And we'll be back next week for the season 11 finale, The Lockdown. Yes, my name's Ivan. And I'm Stephen. We'll catch you then. Thank you.